Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have our friend here joining us again, Rose Locko. Yes, she's the owner of Path to Success from beautiful Toronto, Ontario. Welcome back today. How are you? I am fantastic, Jill. How are you? I'm doing great, sweetheart. Thank you for being here and for joining us once again. Uh, welcome to Friday. And by the way, that's path, the number two, success.net. And we're going to talk today, obviously, more about the work you're doing, uh, the coaching, the the therapy, the counseling. And there's so much to you, uh, business coaching, hypnotherapy. Let me have you introduce yourself, please. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Well, how exciting is this, our fourth podcast, and we're learning so much in these segments, and we'll be learning even more today. And as you mentioned, Jill, Passive Success is a therapy and coaching practice. We've been in business since 2017, and we help those that need help in life. You know, in career, in business, and want to perform at their best. We have a staff of seven licensed therapists and nine ICS certified coaches, two of which are at a master level. And we think that we're all amazing. Uh, at least we think so. <laughs> Our listeners, Jill, um, they can contact me at pastosuccess.net. That's P-A-T-H, the number two, success.net. Find the contact us page, and it will cost our listeners nothing to reach out and ask questions, and I will respond personally to any inquiries that they may have. Wow. All right. We got this. And what did you have on tap for us today? Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, I just wanted to do a real quick recap from the last segment. Um, And, Jill, we were talking about employment centers, if we all recall, which are different from employment agencies, headhunters, and recruiting agencies. Now, employment centers are government-funded brick-and-mortar places that help people out of, uh, that are out of work, and they are there to help you find work as well. And they offer all sorts of amazing information on companies. They offer classes and advice. And in the last couple of podcasts, I've encouraged our listeners to reach out to employment centers and how they underutilized. And I told the story of how I myself got a six-figure job through an employment center. Um, I also spoke about how employment centers can help you and some employment centers offer some amazing learning opportunities as well. And they're all funded by the government in an effort to get people working and earning money and, of course, ultimately paying taxes. So it's a win-win situation on both sides. Now, what some of our listeners may not know is that at these employment centers, some may have training programs that end in actual work placement. Now, while you are in training, they will pay you. So it's paid training. Um, And once you finish your training, they match you with an employer. And now some of these are typically temporary placements, and they typically pay minimum wage. However, if you perform well, the employer may keep you on full time. And some may offer a different role and an increased salary. So there's massive benefit in in going to these employment centers and just checking out what it is that they have. Now, these companies that work in partnership with employment centers 
um, and the jobs they offer are not advertised and only available through employment centers. And part of that hidden job market that I've been alluding to throughout the podcast. So if you're looking to learn something new, you want to gain some experience, get in or, or even just get in with a company or simply need a job as soon as possible where you get paid training and get a job placement, employment centers is one way to go. Again, Jill, these are so underutilized by people. And employment centers have really changed over the last even decade. You know, they really brought themselves up to a totally different level. They're, they're a huge resource. Um, you know, way back when, employment centers really didn't have a lot to offer other than just some guidance and some advice, help with some resumes. But now they really kicked it up a notch, and they're really there to help. So, again, take a look at government-funded employment centers. They're across all North America. And, and, and take a look at what it is that they have to offer. Get yourself into some training programs that they have. There are classes that they have. Um, you never know what you may find. So I want to, uh, in this segment, I want to uh, talk uh, a bit more about that hidden job market because there's a lot to it, um, which is a topic, as the name implies, often goes under, unnoticed. It's that hidden job market. There's that secret, you know, that surrounds just the word hidden job market. But actually, it holds incredible job-seeking potential for all the listeners tuning in with us today. And part of the hidden job market, Jill, includes groups and networking events that happen all across North America and internationally as well. Some of these events happen on an app called Meetup. That's M-E-E-T-U-P. And let, and let us not get it confused with hookup or like a hookup site, or a meetup dating site, because there's, a, there's some confusion there sometimes. So when you Google meetup, you may want to add meetup networking events so you get to the right place and you don't get on those different types of sites that I was just mentioning. Because um, I know some of my clients, they... they, they, they Jill, they, they, they uh, typed in meetup, and all of a sudden, all these dating sites came up. So that's not the meetup that we want, guys. That's not the meetup that we want. So just make sure that you type in meetup networking events to get to the correct uh, site and app. So you download the app and get yourself signed up. You're going to create uh, this kind of like little file, and then it's going to give you a list of all different types of groups and networking events and all kinds of really good stuff uh, that, 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 that people are offering, that groups and organizations are offering. And there are many job-centered meetup groups in there as well, here in Canada as well as in the U.S. Meetup is free to everyone. It doesn't cost you a dime to be part of this, 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 this app or this, this organization. It's really the organizer that pays to have a meetup group on meetup and, and schedule events. So if you want to know more about meetup, Google them and check them out. Now, I shouldn't say that it's absolutely free because like some of these events that organizers do offer come with a nominal fee. Typically, it's no more than just a few bucks, but it's worth every penny, especially if you're looking to find work and looking to 
to meet other people and network with other people. It's just a great place to, to find them. Um, here in the Toronto area, <clears throat> we have several employment meetup groups that work somewhat like job fairs. Like a, a, lot, a lot of startups use meetup to get the message out about their product or service. And they are looking for people to hire or to partner with. Go to these meetup events. Have a chat with them, get to know them, get their contact information, and go home and connect with them. Send them an email, connect them on, connect with them on LinkedIn, and keep in contact with them. They may very well offer you a job in the future. Get yourself signed up on the app and look for employment-related groups. Some in Canada are networking for job seekers employment for everyone, and many others. There are many meetup groups that offer virtual events as well. So I just wanted to kind of send that off to our listeners. Um, another great way to find work and get closer to finding that ideal job. And these are some of the ways that you could find them. You know, a lot of people, Jill, they come to me and say, Rose, I have no idea, you know, like where to even start or so, so this is this is an opportunity to know that yeah, there's different modes of finding work, and sometimes you need to kind of push yourself um, and and do things a little outside of your comfort zone. But networking is really a great way to find work and at least meet other people, and you never know what might happen in these events. Um, so I wanted to tackle a little bit more about that hidden job market. And, um, and, and some people ask, you know, what exactly is the hidden job market? What does entail? What is it? You know, why and why is it hidden? It refers to job opportunities that are that are not publicly advertised or posted on typical job boards. These positions are filled through alternative channels such as internal referrals, networking connections, or direct approaches to the company. Essentially, the hidden job market operates under the radar, away from the traditional application process. Now, what does the hidden job market do? Now, Jill, let's talk about why the hidden job market exists. The truth is, many organizations prefer to hire through trusted sources rather than sort hundreds of resumes from unknown applicants. By relying on referrals, and networking, companies can find candidates who are pre-vetted and have a higher chance of fitting into their company culture. In addition, the hidden job market allows companies to maintain confidentiality, especially when it comes to sensitive positions or succession planning. You know, some companies, Jill, you may even know this, is, you know, they want to get rid of someone but if they advertise their job title on Indeed or Workopolis or LinkedIn, that person may get the idea that they're going to get terminated. So, so, you know, it's in those situations that you need to be very delicate uh, when posting a job and looking for the right candidate to fill a certain job. A lot of C-level jobs are like that, too, where... They, 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 they don't post publicly. You know, they're not, they, a lot of companies don't post a C-level job on Indeed. They may go through a private recruiting agency 
or it, it might, you know, they might find that ideal candidate through an internal referral. So same sort of idea. So there's a lot of hidden jobs out there that are there, and you may not know that they're there. So by avoiding uh, public postings, they can discreetly fill important roles without causing disruption or speculation. And as I mentioned before, the hidden job market accounts for anywhere from about 75 to 85% of the jobs that are available. It's absolutely huge. So whatever you see on Indeed or LinkedIn, that, that doesn't even touch the tip of the iceberg as to what is currently out there when it comes to jobs. So, and that's why it's, it's difficult, you know, sometimes to find work online because it, 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 not all the jobs are there. So you have to go find them. And, and that's what I'm, teach, um, I'm training and, 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 and telling our listeners is how to do that. So how do you access the hidden job market? Now, Jill, our listeners might be thinking, well, this sounds great. How can I tap into this hidden job market? The key lies in expanding and strengthening your professional network. Networking is not just about attending events and exchanging business cards, which is great. You know, keep doing that. That's for sure. It's about building genuine relationships and fostering connections in your industry. And to do that, you have to know where to look, who to talk to, and what to say to start accessing these hidden opportunities. And that's what I'm here today to help everyone with. Because really, by investing time in building a strong network, you increase your chances of discovering these hidden opportunities. So, Jill, when it comes to accessing the hidden job market, networking is the golden key that opens doors to unadvertised job opportunities. So let's get started with some practical networking advice for everyone to listen, and, and for, for everyone to listen to. The hidden job market through the company career page is, is one way that you can tap into that hidden job market. And Jill, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, online jobs on Indeed or ZipRecruiter or other job boards account for about 15 to 20% of the jobs that are actually available at any given time. And we will cover how to access the hidden job market through online networking and direct approaches in about two minutes. But another great tool that I want to share with everyone listening is actually going to a company's website. Often they will have a careers page that lists jobs that are available on your traditional Indeed or ZipRecruiter. The reason for this, Jill, is money. Companies have to pay to be listed on all of these big job sites. But by actually going to the company website, you can find a whole bunch of job postings you might not have even known existed. So what I would like our listeners to do is to list 20 to 30 companies in your city or area you would ideally love to work for and check out their career pages. So this is homework number one, and it's a really important piece of homework to do because this is going to be the very start of you getting closer to that job that you want. And this is career coaching that I actually give to my clients and that I'm currently giving to my clients. And 
So list the top 20 to 30 companies in your city or area. Now, I want our list to be realistic on who to list on, these, on, on this list. It's great that everyone wants to work at Apple or Tesla, but your chances of finding work at those two companies is probably not very good as you are competing against tens of thousands of other applicants. So be realistic when you list your 20 to 30 companies. On Google, type in list of companies in my area. So just type that in, list of companies in my area. And it should result in a list of hundreds of companies around your, your area. Take your time in reviewing this list. Be selective in choosing these companies as you will be working with this list for the next several weeks. On this list, select 10 large companies with employees of, a hundred, of, a, of, a, of about 1,000 or more, 10 companies with employees of about 100 or more, and 10 companies with employees of five or more. If you don't know how many employees a company has, reach out to your nearest employment center they will have this information. So another reason to connect with your local employment center, your government-funded employment center, that that is what they do. And one by one, I want you to check out their career pages. And I want you to bookmark these companies. As you want to be visiting these pages, often, if not on a daily basis, to gain a competitive edge, and be among the first to discover these new job opportunities. Now, if you discover one of these companies has an opening for a job that you think you would be a good fit for, that's great. Go for it. If not, don't discount the company immediately. Like I said, keep checking because new openings are posted all the time and while you want at least 20 companies on your list. And just a bit of a tip for our listeners, Jill, Around this time of the year, around September, is when the is when the job market gets really heavy with opportunities because they're looking for people for the holiday season to fill spots for the holiday season. A lot of retailers will post job openings at around this time. So another tidbit there: look at maybe some retail organizations. You know, maybe the Gap. Maybe Gucci, maybe some of these retailers, they're looking for people now. They're going to, and they're going to be posting these jobs on their website. And we're going to dive into how to network with those companies and find hidden opportunities as well. So, so what if there's an opening where you would be a great fit? Well, Jill, we need to maximize our chances of success when we reach out to these people with our cover mm-hmm. letter and resume. Yep. So this is where first impressions count. Absolutely key. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, first impressions count. And before sending anything to a company in any capacity, it's crucial to gather as much information as possible. Start by exploring their website to understand their mission and va- their values and the products or services they offer. Familiarize yourself with their organizational structure, key personnel, and any recent news or achievements. This knowledge will not only demonstrate your genuine interest in the company, but also help you tailor your approach effectively. A career coach like myself can assist you with all of that and can assist you with effectively planning your action plan to give you a better chance of landing that job. 
In addition to the company's website, don't forget to leverage other resources like industry news, platforms, um, trade publications, and professional networks. These sources can provide valuable insights into the company's position within the industry, ongoing projects, and emerging trends. Staying informed about their industry landscape will enable you to speak intelligently about their challenges and opportunities, showcasing your understanding and commitment. Jill, is this a good time to take a quick break? It is. Go for it. Remind us how you can reach us. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. So our listeners can contact me at passivesuccess.net. That's P-A-T-H, the number two, success.net. Go to the contact us page and send me a note. It will cost our listeners nothing to reach out, and I will answer their questions personally. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right, everyone, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. Don't go anywhere. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Struggling at work? Want a better life-work balance? Why not try some coaching and become healthier and higher performing? My name's Andrew Lewin, and I founded Project 1000 to help you achieve your goals. I'm here to support you in building your resilience and positively impacting your well-being. I'm based in the UK and have clients all around the world. So why not just get in touch with me by emailing andrew at project1000.co.uk. It's that simple, and together we just might make the difference. What if you could spend less time on sales calls and make more money? Hi, my name is Alison Verhalen, and I'm the founder and CEO of AV Writing Services, LLC. We offer content marketing and SEO strategy services that help your prospects get to know, like, and trust you before they even pick up the phone to call you. Book a strategy session with me by going to my website at avwritingservices.com slash contact so we can get started today. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We got our inspiration here again from our guest who's always on the ball, uh, Rosa Locko joining us here, Path to Success. She's helping so many and as an ICF certified, uh, don't forget her coaches are as well and also they have spiritual co- coaches, mindset coaches, high performance coaches, relationship coaches, uh, so much that she can help you with. Welcome back. Thank you so much, Jill. Thank you. And our listeners are learning so much today, Jill, are they not? Uh, uh, so am I. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. So, 
Right? They're learning so much. And let's continue that. Now, before our break, Jill, we discussed arming ourselves with research. We need to be able to efficiently communicate it through our resume and cover letter. Because as you mentioned, you got to make a good first impression. And the first impression that you're going to make as a job seeker is through your resume and cover letter. While I'm sure this will be a review for many of our listeners, I want to quickly go over an effective resume and cover letter for any listener who is struggling with that aspect of the job hunt. And remember, a good career coach like myself can help you with drafting an amazing resume and cover letter uh, to get you up to that top 10 hot spots of candidates. So reach out if you need resume writing and cover letter writing. Now, you will know if your resume is effective if you are getting responses after applying for jobs. If you are applying to jobs and not getting any responses, you need to make changes. And typically these changes are made first to your resume and cover letter. Now, unless you are an artist or are, 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 are in some artistically driven industry, remove the colors and the pictures and they, as they deter the reader and recruiting software. Your resume doesn't need boxes or arrows or thick borders. Make it as visually boring as possible, but it needs to be well manicured. So there's a difference. So make it boring, but manicure it. Like a great manicure, Jill, right? You know how your, your, your hands look amazing mm-hmm. after a manicure? Yes. That's what I'm that's what I'm talking about, a nice, beautiful French manicure. It looks gorgeous, right? So I want to give you the example of a well-manicured lawn. You trim the edges, you clean up your flower bed, you get rid of all the weeds and cut off any broken branches. You want to mow the lawn, etc., etc. You get the idea of manicuring. Take a, sim- a similar cleaning concept approach with your resume. Make sure there's white space and pay attention to these details. And I am talking about resumes that land in front of corporate recruiters and HR representatives and managers. These are people making the frontline first decisions. They are the gatekeepers and decide on which resume advances to the next level of the hiring process. You want to impress these people. And if a resume is too, let's say, wild, they won't even look at it. And they may not take it seriously. Make sure your resume is visually appealing, easy to read, and free of errors. Triple check your work and ensure it's pristine clean. Remember, a resume and cover letter needs to make a phenomenal first impression. Word selection is key to crafting a resume that works. Tailor it to the specific company and position you're applying for by highlighting your most relevant experiences and accomplishments. Use concise bullet points and quantifiable results and deliverables to showcase your impact in previous roles. Sharing concrete examples of your achievements demonstrates your ability to contribute to the company's success. This is because your ultimate aim is to focus on the value you can bring to this company. 
So tailoring your resume is absolutely critical. Now, for your cover letter, firstly, keep your cover letter concise and to the point. Hiring managers receive numerous applications, and they appreciate cover letters that get straight to the heart of the matter. Aim for a one-page cover letter and avoid repeating information already present in your resume. Instead, focus on highlighting your most relevant experiences and achievements in more depth and discuss what made you excited to apply to the company specifically. So that resume and cover letter needs to get in front of a decision maker, and ideally you want to be sending your resume to the person with the ability to schedule you for an interview, and that means a header or an HR manager or some manager that will, will, will book that interview with you. In the hiring process, there may be many decision makers along the way in getting hired. In most companies, the first decision maker is their internal or external recruiter. The second would be a hiring manager. The third could be a supervisor to the job that the job reports to. The fourth could be a director or VP of that department. The fifth could be a peer that the role directly works with and so on. So there are many, many lines of decision makers along the way, and you need to impress them all. I know that what you're thinking, finding work is exhausting, and I get this. Believe me, I have been through it many, many times, and I've been on both sides of the process, as both a job seeker and a recruiter, and it's not easy. But I need to tell you that if you want that job, you need to work for it. Over the last few years, it's become more and more difficult to find work. There are more people looking for work than there are jobs, so competition is fierce. And why is this crucial? That you are on top of your game, and you must get it right. Earlier, we spoke about our first piece of homework, and that is listing the top 20 to 30 companies you would want to work for and starting to check their career pages. Now, I want to mention to our listeners that it's important that you get yourself organized, and we will cover this in our next podcast, Jill, along with more information about the hidden job market. But I want to leave our listeners with this in mind, that looking for work is a full-time job. Yeah. If you think that you will spend, right? <laughs> yes, and I apologize. We, we, we got to go. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you so much. That, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just two more minutes. Um, and we'll spend about an hour or two on job boards and hopes to find work thinking again. The effort you put in is exactly what will come out of your job search. The serious contenders will get the job, not only, not only the job, but not only the jobs, but the good jobs, the jobs that pay well, that offer benefits and health insurance. So again, you have to be serious about looking for work. You have, to, you have to really work at it. It's, a, it's hard work finding the job that you want and that pays well. So I'm going to leave my listeners with Thank you. do your homework, do your research, and um, I know that's a good time to, uh, to stop, Jill, but for our next podcast, we're going to discuss more about mind shifting and the hidden job market and how to strategically tackle job hunting. All right. Well, thank you again, Angela, for being here. We appreciate it and looking forward to the next time we speak. You have a fantastic day, okay? Sorry, you got to go. Awesome. You guys (laughs) too. (laughs) 
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.